Hey, my name is Philip Craig. I'm the pastor here at Aria Church. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope this podcast empowers you, hope it fuels your faith, and hope it impacts your life. Uh, last week, we spoke about beneath the surface, the roots of our past uh, that, that actually allowed the spiritual to drive us into places sometimes which are destructive and problematic and lead us into sin of all kinds, which can hold us. But God wants to deconstruct that. That's why he sent Jesus with his Holy Spirit, not just a demonic spirit, but a holy one, which would replace the demonic in our life. And so how we, how we break those things up is through, through being around people, through prayer, through uh, community. And that's what the gifts of the body of Christ were for was to, to renew your mind, to help you to grow, to sanctify your soul, so that these things, these old trees, these old man, the, the old man's nature would start to disintegrate and a new man would come and you would get a fresh start. Can I get an amen to that? And so, but you cannot do that without community. You cannot do that without God's people. That's why the church is key, central, important. Some people say, I give up on church. Well, you've really give up on God's power in your life then. Oh, I got offended at church. That's okay. You know what I've realized in life, and I read it this week during our soaps. Uh, there was a story in the Bible. Um, I think it was Herod wanted to get rid of John the Baptist. So he was behead, or it was his wife wanted John, John the Baptist beheaded, and he was killed. And the next thing, they thought they got rid of the problem, the person that was annoying, that offended them, that, that got in their way. And then the next thing, they're like, who's this guy doing, doing miracles in the wilderness, doing the same kind of things, only greater that John the Baptist was doing, well, it was Jesus. And so they tried to get rid of a problem, a person, and it came back worse <laughs> the second time. And sometimes in our life, when we're thinking naturally, we, maybe someone you work with, you want to get rid of them. Life would be better if you got rid of them. Trust me when I say this. They'll come back. You'll get a new job, and that kind of person will be there and might, it might be in a worse version of that. So, see, what I'm trying to say is, let's grow. Let's learn to cope with life. Let's get stronger and not try and curse the darkness, but become more light. Are you hearing me? I've had to learn that in my own life, is that I can try and make, get rid of certain people and try and make it perfect. Life's never perfect. Jesus is perfect. The Holy Spirit is perfect. Life is not perfect, but God wants us to become better at dealing with life, dealing with valleys, and that's what it looks like to become a more mature believer. It's not to look for a perfect situation. It's to get more perfection inside of us, the, the Holy Spirit, God's grace, His guidance, His, His fruit. And so I just, that's a, a side note, but I want to go straight into a scripture here that Jesus is talking about how to last, how to reach your true potential. Uh, he's talking about people that don't and people that do. And so I'm going to pray. Today's message is called How to Reach Your Potential. God, I pray and thank you, God. You've called us all to reach our full potential, to produce good fruit for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us today as we get into your word. Guide us, reveal to us, show us where uh, we need to work uh, on ourselves, humble ourselves, do things your way, trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. So go straight into the scripture here in Matthew 30, 13 and 20. Jesus is talking about the parable of the seeds and the sower and how certain seeds, and by the way, I've done this on my Zoom soap during the week. 
uh, and that's where I got this from, and I thought it was completely relevant. Um, and so he's talking about different seeds and how if a seed lands on a footpath, it's snatched away um, by the birds of the air. And it's as if he's talking about it in the context of our faith, that it's people who just don't get, you know, putting faith in Christ, they just don't understand it. And that's like someone who never really takes root or gets it. And he goes on to talk about a few other things. Uh, he talks about the rocky soil, that's people who get excited about their faith initially, and then they hit a roadblock, um, and then it just doesn't last. So they're coming to church for a few weeks. They're telling everyone, I'm buzzing. I give my life to Christ. And then, and then before they know it, they just fade away and don't come back. And then, then we have uh, the third one, which was seed among the thorns. And that's people who, who maybe come to faith and things are going well, but then the worries of this life, uh, finances, fear, it crowds out potential growth in their life, and then they don't make it either. And then the last one was healthy soil, um, where you produce 30, 60, 100-fold. So you, you live a life of purpose, a life of meaning, a life that impacts eternity. And that's where we want to be. But if you watch all of those examples in this particular scripture, it is all about the environment. It's, it's not about the seed. It's all about the environment. If the soil is good, if it doesn't have rocks, if you're not on a footpath, if you don't have the thorns of life, then you grow. And so the question is, where are we planted? Or, or even are we planted? And so this specific example I want to focus on in verse 20, it says, the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Put my hand up in church. God saved Give my life to Christ. I'm buzzing. I'm sharing it on social media. I'm sharing the church online stream. Everyone sees it. They know it. And you've heard, seen these people. They, they go hot quick. They get excited quick. And before you know it, they burn out quick. The flame dies quick. There's a problem at hand. Jesus is speaking right to it here. He says, but since they do not have deep roots. Everyone say deep roots. They don't have deep roots. They don't last long at all. We see it. I see it. You see it. You've seen the people before. They get excited and they don't last. They fall away as soon as they have problems. As soon as their roots are, the roots are there to, to hold you through problems. The roots are there to go deep so that when storms come, when resistance comes, when someone's pushing against you, yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, it's, it's, it might hurt a little, but you stand firm. You, you outlast the problem. You outlast the resistance for believing in God's Word. So your question is, why are we always talking about soap, getting in the Bible, prayer, prayer first? Roots. Deep roots. We want you to go deeper. That's why. So that you reach your full potential. So that you actually grow so that when storms come, you don't just give up, so that the sin doesn't trap you and create all kinds of generational strongholds in your life and in your family. That's why deep roots. He's, Jesus has spoke right to it here because it's a problem. He sees it. It's, it's not that the seed isn't good. It's not that God's presence and his word doesn't work. It's that we have planted ourselves in bad soil or not at all. 
is that we just come to church on the weekend and stay on the surface and wonder why when when we get persecuted, wonder why when resistance comes, wonder why when problems come, we fade away. We don't pray when problems come. We we actually go, I blame you. You know someone that blames God during a problem? That's someone who doesn't have deep roots. They don't understand God's word. They don't understand the scripture because if you understood the scripture, you would see that valleys are a part of the process. God didn't promise you that you wouldn't have hard times. And so if you're going through a hard time and you feel yourself blaming God, you know what you do? You get into the Word. You start to read about Job. You start to read about these stories and persecution within the martyrs of the faith. And you start to realize, oh, hardship's okay. I don't have to freak out at God because I... But you have to then reflect, oh, I believe something wrong. I'm going to turn from that. I'm going to repent. It's a good thing positive. I'm going to turn from my beliefs and I realize that I made God a genie in a bottle who would just do everything that I wanted, make life easy. And here's the reality, when when it's all easy, you don't grow. When it's all easy, you don't have roots. When it's all easy, it's all shallow and surface and come to church, clean your car, surface chat, smile, fake smiles, and go home. Honestly, is that the power of the gospel? Is that the church that we see in the book of Acts where there's all kinds of miracles and people standing up for their faith in front of all kinds of crazy resistance that the world brings and all kinds of crazy culture coming against them, but they still stood firm? No, we we don't need shallow faith. We don't need just smiles on a weekend. We need something that's deep-rooted, as Jesus said. Not because we want hardship, because hardship is guaranteed to come. Is anyone with me? And so we have to prepare. We have to plan. And I'm not saying if you're at that shallow position that you, sh- you should feel bad, but, but let's, let's act. Let's start making moves to prepare us for the storms that will come and go. Come on, are we glad that storm last Sunday night went? It left some destruction, but it went. There, there's... There's issues in your life right now. They're here right now. They will go. Make sure it doesn't change who you are for the worse. Make sure you you have a biblical perspective on that situation. Make sure you bring God's presence and His power into the mix because He wants to be there. He moves the most powerfully in the storm. Deep roots. Without deep roots, you will not last. Number one. Well, how, give me some more examples. For, well, you have to learn. That's why the Bible has teachers. You, you need to learn the Bible. The stories in the Bible, it's not all Leviticus and, and Numbers. There's, Jesus spoke in parables. Just, that's what our soap devotion is talking about right now. It's Jesus came to speak in parables so that people could understand heavenly stories through earthly, or sorry, understand heavenly meanings through earthly stories. You need other believers If you want deep roots, you need them. And I don't just mean sitting in the pews right now, you need them just to sit beside you. No, you need to share with them. If you're not sharing with with another believer around a devotion, around some sort of gathering, two or three, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you're not getting around the word, if you've never done that, you need to. It's not a want to. If you want deep roots, you cannot get deep roots without sharing around the scripture. 
I promise you, if you want strength, we have to go to study groups. We've got to get into our word personally. You've got to be praying regularly. I'm not going to make it religious. If you miss a day, you should be guilted into never praying again because you feel so bad about it regularly. Developing worship in your life where you're putting music on and literally worshiping just before God and no one else. Regularly. Deep roots. We need to learn to pray Bible-based prayers, not just genie in a bottle, wishful prayers, which really can set you up for failure when things go wrong. We need Bible-based prayers. Is this scriptural what I'm praying? Does God just give me everything I want? Listen, the Bible does say that God will give you the desires of your heart, but it's in line with his word. It's in line with his vision for your life. It's in line with his purity. It's not just what you want. Because who knows that some, a lot of things that you want are not good for you. They're actually lies from the enemy to distract you from a life of potential and fulfilling the potential that God has for you, as it says in the scripture. And you need to be acting in faith. I'm not talking about big steps, like you need to go start a church or, or, or you know, go up the town or, or, and get your megaphone out. I'm talking about small steps. It might be coming to Alpha. It might be just going to a group. It might be praying for the first time out loud. It might be coming to pray first. It might be sharing uh, some of your struggles with a friend who can give you good Christian advice. It might be staying after a group and talking to the leader. Small steps, but those steps, every step of the way will be nervous. You'll feel a fear, but we do it anyhow. You might want to go to group that night. You do it anyhow. That's where the deep roots are formed. Can you get an amen? Come on, all the group leaders are, are loving this. <laughs> but it's so true. Come on, I, I can just picture you. Oh, it's been hard. That guy offended me at work. Oh, I'm so tired. I was up late last night. Oh, I don't want to go to church. Uh, go anyhow. Do it anyhow. Feel. Because who's leading? Not your emotions. Your spirit. You know deep down what the right... Actually, you know what? If you're really spiritual, pray about it. I can guarantee you God will always say yes to meeting with his people. Your environment is key. Who you're with is where you're going. Deeper roots develop with deeper relationships. Because some of you know your fear is sharing. How many times in these videos people have shared, like I, did, I was afraid because I didn't think I knew enough. How many times has that been the case? If you're feeling afraid of going to a group because you're like, oh man, I'm 35, I'm 40, I'm 50, and I don't know any of the Bible. That's why you need to go. But, but shame, fear, guilt, all those lies from the father of lies are stopping you from getting in the community, stopping you from deeper roots, stopping you from strength, stopping you from God's promises, stopping you from all the good stuff that God's got planned for your life. It's a lie. No one cares here. We're actually excited if that's your story. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's really powerful, so simple but really powerful, how you just going beneath the surface. It's exactly what we're talking about. It's exactly what Jesus is talking about, why people don't last, don't have strength and persecution or resistance or life doesn't work out. We want to give up unless we have deep roots and we, we know we can handle it with God. And so, incredible. It says in, in Psalms 92, but, but the godly will flourish like palm trees 
and grow like cedars of Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh. They're fresh, alive, and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. Deeper relationships allow for deeper development. That's talking about a palm tree, often would have been about 120 foot high. It's strong, it's solid, it can actually go through all kinds of hurricane type weather. It's designed and equipped for that, all kinds of stormy circumstances. That's why the palm tree is spoken of in the scripture. And that's what deep roots does for you. And that's what Jesus is speaking to. He's talking about if you do this, you will become strong, but not just strong, strong to produce life change and see life change in other people through your life. It was actually on our soap, and I'll finish with this as um, the keys come up. Um, when, during our Zoom soap, which Anna just said she thinks she's going to continue it, Holy Spirit move. <laughs> Uh, online, uh, one of the guys on the call just shared about how, actually I'll just say it, it was Julie, um, shared about just how she looked back to her life and she was looking at that story and how she was able to interpret that, Phil, when I was younger, I was, I was the seed that was on the footpath that got snatched by, by the birds or our life's worries. Or, so, so I would have went to church, I would have the odd time, but I didn't really get it, didn't really go deeper than surface, and fast forward, you know, 15, 20 years, and I've made some decisions that she would have said herself that she regretted, and she's looking back now, and she sees, and she's now seeing God's redemptive power using her story, redeeming her life, but she doesn't want her kids to repeat that, and in reality, how you shift and, and stop that repeat or at least go the right direction is you go deeper in your own life. And then you break that, that cycle. And faith enters into the heart and God transforms you and, and that has a trickle effect onto people around you, which is what the fruit is talking about, 30, 60, 100 fold. That's your family. That's your friends. That's your cousins. That's your work. Who are the 30, 60, 100 people in your life? That's people that are connected to you. That's what fruit is. It's connected to the vine. It's connected to the tree. Who's connected to you? Because that's who you're going to impact when you go deeper. That's who God wants to move in as you go deeper. That's the fruit of your life as you go deeper. So as you get vulnerable, God's moving. As you share your heart with others, God's moving. He's orchestrating. He's changing your future. He's changing your present. He's changing your heart. He's uprooting the problems. He's clearing the path. He's, he's giving you sight to see now. The weeds, the thorns are starting to lose their, their strength. The rocks are beginning to get pulled out of the soil. As you share, as you're in the Scripture, as you're praying, as you're fighting the fear, 
and saying, no, you're not dictating any longer. I'm going to the group tonight. No, I know you feel tired, body, but you're not the leader of me. No, I know you feel vulnerable because of what happened in, in your traumatic past, but you're not the boss any longer. You've been controlling and manipulating me too long. The Spirit of God is my leader, is my captain. God's Word has authority in my life. I don't have to debate this topic. I don't have to go back and forth to and fro because that's what sin does. I submit myself under God's mighty hand and His ways. I submit myself to the local church and the community. And if you don't like this one, we actually are blessed. There's other options. But go somewhere and commit and submit yourself to it. And God will do great things in your life. It won't be perfect. There will be storms. People, not everyone likes you. Have you realized that yet? I'm going to give you some honest truth. Not everyone even likes me in this room. It's okay. I've dealt with it. I've, I've honest mentors in my life says, Phil, here's the reality. You want the truth, Phil? 30% of the people won't like you in that church. They'll take your food. <laughs> they'll, take your, you know, they'll take the coffee that you work hard to present and whatever else. They'll take your, your encouragement, but they don't really like your personality. They don't click with it. It's okay. It's okay, guys. Keep coming. You don't have to be my mate, but go, go find some people that you do like here. 30% of you will probably think I'm okay. Dead on. I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll ignore it. You know, the way he gets on and his dress. He should be wearing a suit. Like those trainers, get those trainers off, Phil. What are you doing? Too many Nikes on. Like Dr. Martin's as far as we'll go. 30% of you actually probably like me a little bit. Cheers, guys. But, but I've got to be rooted. I'm here to serve God. I'm here to serve His will. And so I've got to focus on that and, and focus on doing what I, my assignment. Everything else is exterior. I'm going to be the best version. I'm going to try and grow as much as I can. And, and what if you've done the same too? People won't like you. It's fine. Find your group. You mightn't like a group. It's too deep right now. It's too heavy right now. Go find a group that's a wee bit lighter. Maybe it's too light. Go find a group that's a little bit heavier. Just find your fit. It's okay. But let's go deeper. Let's discern where you're at. Let's develop Bible reading and prayer in our life. Let's let our yes be a yes if we commit to something. Let's not let it be emotional, just topsy-turvy types of people that just go with the wind. Let's prioritize meeting together. If you've never shared your heart with someone, your issues, your secrets, find someone. I'm not saying come on a stage and tell everyone. I'm not saying we're going to do a life story on it. I'm saying find one individual you trust. Develop vulnerability with that person and go on a journey. Because you can't, if you don't go deeper, you'll not last. I've seen the amount of people, and I've spoke to other people about this, I can nearly, at this point, I can nearly predict people that won't make it. And, and a lot of times, there are people who will come in, and they'll maybe even get involved in a team, but they don't go deep. They don't want to be known. And it's not because they don't want to be known, it's because they're scared to be known. They're scared, oh, what if these people know who I truly am? They'll not accept me. Listen, we're here by the grace of God, every single one of us. Nobody has earned their right. 
to do anything. We're all filthy. Our, our, our righteousness is like filthy rags, the Bible says. We'll never reach God's holy standard. But let's get on a journey and let's get better and let's go deeper. And let's not burn out quick. So I don't know what the Holy Spirit's doing in your life right now or what he's saying, but I, you know the most powerful question you, after you've done your Bible reading and after you've spent time with God, the most powerful question, and if you don't do this, sometimes you don't go deeper, is, Holy Spirit, what do I do about this situation? I would say you could easily read your Bible, pray, and never go deeper. You can gain knowledge, but you're not going deeper. What is it Jesus said to those people, the Pharisees who had good knowledge, who spent a lot of time doing religious activity? And they said, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not preach and all this kind of religious activity in your name, Jesus? And he's like, I'll see you at the end. And I'll say, I didn't know you because what? God wants your heart. He wants, he wants you involved. He wants to have an opinion like any healthy relationship. So I want to challenge you. Ask God a question. Hey, God, what group should I go to? Hey, God, what should I do in this area of my life that's, that's caused me a lot of grief? Hey, God, what should I do with my wife? I've kind of been a bit naughty. I, you, you do not understand the power of that question. It's got me out of so many holes. If I went my own way, disaster. So how to reach your potential? Without deep roots, you will not last. Where you're going or who you're with is where you're going. Deeper roots develop deeper relationships. Deeper relationships allow for deeper development. We have to get vulnerable. We have to put roots down. We have to get into the words that we're praying. Bible-based prayers. And God will move in your life and you will be fresh. And you will outlast the trials and the troubles in your life. You will outlast them. And you'll not just outlast them, you'll produce fruit during them and from them. And every sinful act that you have created yourself by your own doing, God will redeem in Jesus' name. If you give it to him, if you submit to him, he'll turn your life around and he'll use your problems and your issues of the past. And 30, 60, 100 fold, you will see lives change around you in your home, outside your home, in your workplace, all around, in Jesus' name. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. I hope it encouraged you. There's a few things I'd love you to do. I'd love you to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify account. This is so you can keep up with our most recent material and messages. If this ministry has impacted your life and you'd love to help us reach others, you can do that right now by going to ariachurch.org and giving now. Cannot wait to see you next week on the Ariat Church podcast.